It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, all right. We are locked and loaded for another exciting episode of George Business Radio, and uh, here in our Atlanta studios with our Buckhead Billion Dollar View, and uh, I'm joined here in the studio with uh, Stephen Loudermilk um, and with Loudy Properties team at at the Keller Williams North Atlanta. Uh, Stephen, uh, welcome back to the studio. You've been a um, observer, sat in a couple of times, but first time in our studio. So welcome. Absolutely. It's great to, great to have you today, Rich. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be talking all things uh, real estate and uh, what's trending. Um, I'm sure you're going to give out some nuggets uh, for um, from both sides of the perspective in terms of uh, people buying real estate, maybe people looking to invest or kind of do's and don'ts or um, industry uh, trends and how maybe technology is Im- impacting all that. Before we do that, tell us a little bit about... Um, uh, Stephen, yourself, uh, before you get into uh, real estate, how long here in Atlanta and a little bit of your backstory? Sure, Rich. That's a great question. Um, I've been here, here in Atlanta for the last 12 years, and my backstory is I've been a marketing communications professional for more than 20 years. Um, I've actually have cli- clients of mine on your exactly. show. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, startup companies, entrepreneurial companies, and established companies talking about different trends in the industry, you know, technology and different startup and entrepreneurial trends. And about a year and a half ago, and um, uh, after, you know, tw- like I said, 20 plus years right. working in the marketing communications industry, um, I decided to make a switch into real estate, which has always been my dream job. And I've been doing it for about a year and a half and absolutely love it. So, um, what was on your short list that was your dream job? I mean, what kind of a what? What was the appeal or the draw to the real estate industry as a profession, especially? Yeah. Well, I've I've saw I haven't I, I haven't been through my first I've been through a few rodeos with real estate okay. in terms of buying and selling <laughs> homes. Right. I've I've bought and sold probably three or four homes right. in my lifetime, and I've always been impressed by the real estate industry and. You know, the agents and the brokers yeah. that I've talked to, and especially here in Atlanta, um, it's a huge industry with lots of growth. So I thought, why not take advantage of it and use my marketing communication skills to help uh, home buyers, renters, investors, right. and sellers um, buy and sell the homes of their dreams? Everybody's got to live somewhere, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And Atlanta is a really hot growth area. What do you attribute that to? Um, I think there's a lot of people that are moving to Atlanta, um, especially over the last few years. There's major industry growth. uh, uh, For example, right here in Buckhead, Midtown, the old Fourth Ward, and then you're seeing a lot of people move out to the suburbs where I live in Cumming, Georgia, Alpharetta, Sandy Springs. Um, the, The real estate market continues to boom, and there's a lot of people buying houses. So, um, are you originally from Atlanta then, or, um... I'm originally from Connecticut. Okay. How long down here? I've been down here for the last 12 years. Oh, okay. I've been here about the same from, um, uh, well, originally from Florida, but most recently from California, but here about 12 years in Atlanta. So um, so talk to us about some of your clients. What, um, uh, you know, on a, on a regular basis, what are some of their expectations, maybe some stories that you've, uh, you know, overcome some hurdles with them? What, what comes to mind when you think of a uh, client that you've worked with or 
and their experience? That's a great question, Rich. I, I work with a diverse array of clients, you know, from uh, lower-end clients that are selling uh, $150,000 or less properties all the way to uh, clients uh, looking to sell million-dollar properties. Um, I have a couple of interesting case studies to share with you. All right, yeah. Um, last August, I actually sold a house um, uh, to a gentleman that had, had just lost um, his wife. Oh, wow. And um, I put the for sale sign on his yard and literally had neighbors coming across the street <laughs> to, wow. uh, to ask uh, if they could buy the property. We actually had probably 10 to 15 potential buyers and investors go come over to the property in a matter of a couple of days, and we had a contract on the house in three days. That's crazy. Wow. I mean, um, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm trying to picture like neighbors wanting to uh, make that move just across the street. I mean, he must have had a, something very unique about the house because being in the same neighborhood. Well, it was a very interesting uh, bi-level house. Okay. It had a lot of different um, features to it. Um, it. What's happening in Atlanta, especially... Um, and Marietta and some of the other hot growth areas is uh, investors want to come in and, and take some of the lower end properties and you know fix and flip them right, yeah. in a matter of uh, three to six months. They work with um, you know contractors right. you know to come in and fix the house, put in new kitchens, new bathrooms, and they can sell the properties for for usually uh, double the amount that they bought them at. Wow, that's definitely very lucrative, um, and it is a case of that neighborhood has, you know, rebounded and the uh, uh, people like, you know, the um, all the amenities nearby and so forth, the access to wherever they're at. But maybe they don't want to buy that home that's, you know, 30 or 50 years old, needs a lot of work. So an investor will come in, uh, reboot that property and then turn it over. Yeah. And what's happening, Rich, is home values are starting to go, uh, go up as a result. If you have a lot of uh, your lower end properties where uh, people are starting to fix and flip them. Right. Home values will go up over time. Um, I also see a trend, you know, where I live in the, in the, uh, the suburbs, northwest suburbs, where, um, you know, people are starting to move out of those starter homes and those lower end, lower end homes because they have so much home equity right now. And it's just a great time to sell. Like I said, you know, homes in Atlanta are going uh are being sold for 22 days or less. Wow! Um, from under 100,000 all the way up to 500,000, and people are are moving into the higher priced homes. Right. Yeah, I guess I really haven't been paying that close of attention to the real estate industry in Atlanta. I didn't realize that it was that uh, much of a uh, of a seller's market. Um, and so, and we'll talk about trends and cycles, you know, in real estate. But before we do that, talk to us about. Um, you mentioned Europe in the suburbs. We're uh, the Buckhead Studios, obviously inside the perimeter. If you're not from Atlanta, we always call it what uh, the ITP or OTP. Um, but actually, I, I, used to, I just moved from Sandy Springs, and I was in a, uh, a high-rise um, on Hammond where I would overlook. I could see 400 and 285, so I figured I was, you know, ATP. I was literally at the perimeter. <laughs> you know, That's I right. wasn't. In, I was right there on the bubble. But speaking of those, that geography. Um, a percentage-wise of your of your business typically is in the more uh, single-family homes in the suburbs, or because it's it's a very different dynamic of being inside the perimeter, especially or I'm thinking in terms of condos uh, or some of these high-rises, right? Well, it's a very good uh, question you asked, Rich, and there's definitely uh, you know a difference of 
you know, parameters and different options for people inside the perimeter and outside the perimeter. Um, I'd say the big trend, especially um, inside the perimeter, is townhouses right. and condominiums, like like you were talking about. Um, they're going for 11 days or less. Wow. Um, in fact, the uh, the sales to uh, medium less price is 99%. So you're basically getting uh, less price for the condominium or townhouse that you sell. And what's happening again is there's a lots of industry inside the perimeter. A lots right. of new companies, NCR, Mercedes-Benz just built a new uh, facility. Right. Um, NCR has a, has a great downtown facility. So you have a lot of people, you know, especially high-end executives and people that are just starting out their, their careers that want to live um, inside the perimeter. Now, is that still a, um, in terms of, you know, buying a condo, is, is it generally still the rule that it's not, you're not going to see as much of a profit as you will single family, or is that a bit, bit of a misnomer now? Um, uh, I mean, is there a rule of thumb there in terms of the expectation of, uh, you know, a condominium is not going to have the, uh, the return that a single family home will have? I would actually say it's the reverse. Really? Condominiums and townhouses are probably getting more returns on investment wow. right now, especially inside the perimeter. Cause now, what do, you, what do you attribute that to? There's just such high demand for okay. condominiums and, and townhouses. And like I said before, you have a lot of people just starting out their careers, lots of me- uh, millennials right. and Gen Zs that want to live closer to right. the uh, And they're willing to the pay perimeter. for that. And they're willing to pay for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're speaking with uh, Stephen Laudermilk. Um, now, we're talking about Keller Williams. So this is the uh, North Atlanta location. And then you have your own team within Keller Williams, uh, which I think is a great play on your name, Loudy Properties. We just had John, John Loud in uh, a while back for uh, Loud Security. Y'all need to work together on something. <laughs> Maybe there's some sort of security real estate uh, partnership <laughs> yeah. that we could work on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, when you want to trust the right real estate, yeah, go with Loud and Loudy. Yeah. That's right. Um, so tell us about that dynamic of Keller Williams. And within an agency, you have your own organization or team, or I mean, uh, for people that may not be familiar with that that brand structure, tell us a little bit about. Sure, another great question, Rich. Um, w- within Keller Williams North Atlanta, you can be um, your own individual agent, right? Um, which means basically you're creating your own unique brand um, in terms of you know reaching out to potential buyers, sellers, investors, investors, and renters. Or you could have your own team. My philosophy with my team and my structure is um, I have. You know, people helping me with my marketing materials, right. um, with my transactions, um, with you know contract to close documents. Um, real estate, from a team-based approach, is really you know helping uh, your clients you know find the homes for their dreams. And, and most of my days are spent you know generating leads, talking with people live, you know right. face-to-face meetings over social media. Um, you know, leveraging different leads through through media channels like yourself, yeah, um, and and really just using that team based ac- approach to uh, to enhance um, our brand. And within Keller Williams, Keller Williams has all the tools and the technologies to to help us do our jobs a lot better. For example, we have an application called Kelly, which is an artificial intelligence application that enables us to to get more referrals, to find out what our what our commission structures are like. Um, and technology is really revolutionizing 
the landscape and at Keller Williams North Atlanta, technology, education, and training enables our team to be the best we can be for our clients. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about tech, tech in just a second, but you mentioned a few things about, uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, uh, you kind of have the best of both, right? So you're your own independent. You can kind of um, call a lot of the shots to make a lot of the decisions, but it sounds like what you just described your day is more where you're actually interacting and um, spending the time with the clients and prospects rather than doing some of the minutia and the back, you know, the back office kind of stuff. So they're providing that support infrastructure that you can kind of piggyback on and then, but spend your time doing more uh, effective, you know, face-to-face and those type of conversations with uh, prospects? Yeah, you know, uh, Rich, it comes from our, our founder's philosophy, Gary Keller. He wrote a book called The One Thing. Um, you really need to focus on, you know, that one thing throughout your day um, that really helps your business, re- that really helps you move your business and, and the needle overall. And, and again, for, for real estate agents, especially in the Atlanta area, um, it's all about lead generation. Um, lead generation, at, from, from my standpoint, um, needs to be done on a daily basis, um, at least three to four hours of day, a day. Right. And um, like I said before, it could involve various different formats. Um, you know, calling people over the over the phone, right. calling referrals, calling your your sphere of influence, uh, networking, networking. And uh, you've been a good friend of mine for years. Yeah. So. You know, I, I appreciate the opportunity to, to network with you today and Absolutely, tell yeah. more about my business. Yeah, and we're networking uh, one-to-one and one-to-many. That's uh, right. <laughs> you know, not only the live stream, but once this is, uh, you know, produced and syndicated across the platform. So uh, this will be on iHeartRadio, on, um, you know, all of our almost a half a million downloads, all that good stuff. So uh, so back up for a second. Um, I'm intrigued by this book before we get back into the real estate topic. So um I've heard about this title. Maybe there's a similar book, but the one thing, is this a recent book that he wrote or um, has this been part of his core, you know, brand early on? Yeah, I don't know when it was when it was exactly written, but it's it's been a book that um, that's been in the industry for some time. And it, it's really, you know, the Bible of, of of the real estate industry from my standpoint. Um, I've read the book, uh, you know, three or four different times. And it basically... Um, you know, like I said before, it tells you how to to be very productive in any given day. And it, it's not just your business life, but your personal life, how you spend time with your family and your children. And that's Gary Keller, right? And uh, as the founder of Keller Williams. That's book, right. So is, uh, percentage-wise, is most of the book or half about, um, you know, hands-on in terms of real estate or are there principles that apply to any business or is it more industry specific. No, I would say Gary actually wrote the book um, focused on all different industries, okay. not just real estate. It, it's really rich. It's a mentality. It's a philosophy. When you wake up in the morning, you know, how do you spend time you know, focusing on that one thing? Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business people focus on multitasking. Hello. (laughs) That's me raising my hand. Yeah. That's a challenge. And that's what I wrote a note about that. I'm going to have to look up that book or maybe you can drop me off a copy of the studio here. But the, um, and again, maybe there's a similar book that just came out, but the premise, it sounds like the same is that you need to, you know, put your energy and and your uh, talents and your skills and your time devoted uh, with focus in mind. And that's one of, you know, my challenges. A lot of, I think a lot of business, um, well, you know, my title at the studio, my mission here is the chief visionary officer. So as a, a visionary, 
you know, you're drawn to the big picture kind of stuff. And, and, um, and, but I, I have a bad habit of getting caught in some of the day to day, you know, uh, mundane stuff as well. And so, um, so we may talk off the air about that. Let's, let's get back to, uh, real estate. So, uh, so you, you mentioned a little bit about the trends and so forth that's going on and, and the, um, uh, interesting how hot the property market is for sellers right now. Um, so talk to us about, um, technology. You, you, you know, touched on it a second ago. So there's a yin and yang there, right? Because uh, it's definitely disrupting every industry. And if you're not um, on board, you're going to your competition is going to leverage technology and take advantage of it. But then sometimes uh, I think people get in that black hole of technology, and you're not you, you're just you're not as productive as you could be. I mean, what are your thoughts on and some examples of how technology is? improved or help your industry and where you think it's you know overkill in a sensor well rich uh great question i'm a technology fishing in auto i okay. always have been in my career whether it's marketing or communications or real estate but it really is changing the real estate industry we, what we say at keller williams and my team loudy properties is um we, we're becoming tech enabled agents okay and there's there's a philosophy or there may be a a story out there that you know zillow or truly are Right. proselytizing that um, you know technology will wipe out real estate agents right. and that's not true what's what's really happening is um, smarter real estate agents are using technology to help them um, win the hearts and minds of more buyers sellers renters and investors for example um, you know a lot of a lot of people are using predictive analytics big data artificial intelligence uh, basically, smart smart data right. to to locate um, high value buyers and sellers in today's market. We're out of Atlanta, um, and what I want to say about that is that doesn't mean I'm buying leads from Zillow or Trulia or Realtor.com. Right. I'm using you know s- software that that my team and I have used to to locate the high end buyers and sellers and investors. Um, it really, you know, technology is a game changer um, with social media, as you know, like right. Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, um, using technology and videos just like you do in your studio to attract, right. um, you know, poten- potentially new clients. And it's working. I, um, You asked me to talk about customer testimonials before. Right. I have a listing in north coming right now it's actually a luxury log cabin property oh wow that i was able to uh i was able to get the business over facebook wow um, by joining a facebook group and basically uh, targeting um the homeowner that sent the message and meeting that i I met them at at their house within one day that they posted a message on this facebook group. (laughs) wow that's johnny on the spot right there yeah that's right so so technology helped me um, locate this this seller, and eventually, um, I was able to use you know my networking skills to actually right. go up to the house, do a listing presentation, and the next day, that Monday, I had won the business. Wow, that's a great story. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a real uh, world scenario of um, the marriage of technology and personality. And I was just writing down a note. Uh, maybe part of your moniker could be the smart tech realtor. Right. Because the consumers are driven to the technology. They love kind of the um, the ability for them to navigate throughout uh, the real industry and kind of create um, and connect. But they still you know, need that person. And so, you know, if you're the smart tech realtor, 
I think a lot of people will, will kind of drawn to that because they're like, well, he Stephen knows what's going on, what's trending, and what's current, but yeah, but he's still going to represent me in the traditional sense, a realtor, right? Yes or yes? I would say you just changed my branding. Rich. <laughs> I know, yeah, there you go, I'm extra not, dollar fifty, yeah, <laughs> extra dollar fifty. I'm not going to be the smart tech realtor. No, you're you're definitely on to something. Yeah. Um, you know, in today's market, if you're a real estate agent, you really have to be up on technology trends yeah. and you have to be smart about your marketing strategy. Right. And a lot of it involves using smart technology and big data to to really gold mine um, the best buyer, buyer, seller, rental, investor prospects in the market. And not to harp on that too much, because I think it is a great idea I just came up with. But the uh, but the premise is you are a visionary. <laughs> yeah, th- thank you very much. Yeah. But the premise is. Um, People do like all those apps and widgets, but they also want that person, right? And so, you know, bringing both those together. So I know I'm going to get somebody that's, you know, up on the uh, current trends. So um, so you mentioned a few times, um, you know, we've talked about the buyer and seller. Percentage-wise or, you know, how do you spend your day or, or your typical transactions? I mean, do you work with this – is, this is going to be a rapid-fire question line. So uh, investors, buyers, sellers, uh, commercial real estate – um, I mean, multi, um, uh, like apartment communities or whatever, or, you know, what's in your, you know, sweet box, what are those, what you don't deal with and what's in your, um, sandbox? Uh, my business model right now, Rich, is really to work with as many sellers as I can. It's, okay. it's definitely a seller's market. So working with sellers, um, that are selling houses, um, like I said before, below $200,000 all the way up to, uh, a million plus. Um, I also work a lot a lot with um, buyers, not just uh, within my suburban community, coming Milton, Alpharetta, but down here inside the perimeter, Buckhead, Midtown, all the way down to Peachtree City. Yeah. Um, in your last couple of months, uh, percentage-wise, has it been more um, uh, single-family or more of the condos? I would definitely say single-family houses. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I have sold a bunch of uh, townhouses and condominiums, especially inside the perimeter. Like I oh, said yeah. before, it's it's a really hot trend where condominiums and townhouses are selling like hotcakes here. Well, even you know um, outside, like I'm thinking of um, Alfreda and some other communities um, like near Avalon, where they want that uh, they're downsizing, not because they're necessarily retiring, you know, full on. Um, they're still in their in their profession, but maybe the the kids have left the house, or not even just that. Sometimes they just want a um, more simpler simpler life and more work live play, you know, so they can when they get home they don't have to get back in the car. So we don't, you know, it's not the um, the condominium just for you know the retired or just for the millennials, right? That's right. Yeah, um, it's great. It's a great uh, thought that you had there, Rich. Um, there's a lot of what I would call empty nesters yeah. that are flying the coop. Um, I've I've talked to many of them over the last few months. Like I said before, my seller in in uh, Upper Coming North Forsyth is downsizing. Right. Um, they don't have any kids anymore, and they're moving down to West Palm Beach, Florida. To oh be wow. One of those those luxury townhouse condominium communities. Well, that begs the next question. How does that work um, for transactions outside of Georgia? Well, that's a great, uh, it's a great question, Rich. What, what happens is like I was saying before, through our Kelly network, Kelly, uh, Keller Williams network, um, we can refer 
refer. We have a huge referral network. Oh, I'd imagine. Yeah. How many agents total? Um, we have brand. thousands of agents worldwide. It's probably 30,000 or more. Whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just within my network here, Keller Williams, North Atlanta, I have 350, wow. 350 agents. That's crazy. Now, and so you don't necessarily have to have license in, um, obviously not in all 50 states, but even in the regional states, because you can just uh, refer to a local Keller Williams agent in that market. That's right. And I have, I have agents that I can look at right now in West Palm Beach, Florida, where I could refer my, my seller client to, to to find them the perfect luxury townhouse or condominium. And especially once you've been working with them here in the Georgia market, you kind of know what's on their short list, um, their you know, uh, preferences, their personality, and then, then it's uh, probably a more um, smoother transition or introduction to an agent that is, you feel is a good fit down there in that market. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's, there's some high-quality agents, especially in West Palm Beach, Denver, San Francisco. I have referrals all around the country. That's, that's definitely very impressive. So, um, so talk to us about um, what's next. Uh, we're almost out of time here for the, this episode of Georgia Business Radio. Once again, um, Rich Kasson over here with uh, Stephen Loudermilk, and we're continuing the conversation about what's trending, what's happening in real estate from a buyer's and a seller's and investor standpoint. Um, so talk to us about what's next. Yeah, I, I'm asked that question quite a bit, Rich. Yeah. Not just from uh, really smart people like like you, but <laughs> right. you know, Thanks, my Steven. buyers and sellers, investors and renters. Um, you know, the next next couple of years are going to be very interesting. Um, I, I think it's still a seller's market. A lot of people have asked me, you know, do you think the market's going to correct itself or even crash to the yeah. mid mid uh, 2000, uh, you know, 2006, 2007 levels? I don't think it's going to crash. What's going to happen is the market's going to correct itself. Um, it's going to be a little bit flatter. Home inventory is going to open up a little bit more. Like I said before, inventory here in Atlanta is at two to three months. Wow. Um, so it's very short um, yeah. you know, supply, but there's heavy demand with buyers. I think that trend is going to continue, especially for uh, single-family homes, condominiums, and townhouses. Um, I think you're starting to see millennials um, buy more homes. Uh, it's becoming the American dream. Um, right. Not just for millennials, um, Gen Zs, but empty nesters. You know, they have they've been through that rodeo a couple of times right. in terms of buying and selling houses. You know, but they really want to you know have the next American dream where right. they need to, to settle down. Um, I also think um, it's going to probably be more difficult in the next couple yeah. years for for buyers to find their house of their dreams because interest rates are starting to rise. They're at four point six percent. So the and what I advise a lot of clients now is... That does seem lo- a little high f- um, from recent history, right? Yes, but a long time ago... It's still interest, a bargain, yeah. Interest rates, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this far yeah. back, interest rates were 15 and 17% way back when. No, I remember seeing... Um, uh, I, don't, I think I was living out in California at the time, but a buddy had an old um, yellow faded piece of 8 by 10 paper hanging in his office, and he said, uh, get get in now. You can get an amazing deal on real estate for 18%, right, at the time. That was like a smoking deal. That was just kind of the industry norm. Can you believe that? So, yeah. you know, yeah. it is funny when people say, well, 4.6, no, wait till it gets to 4.2 i'm like really you know it's not um it's 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 one of the best deals in in the town um so you you talked about cycles so is it still true as a misnomer in terms of uh an eight-year cycle in real estate is that still a rule of thumb or is that um not necessarily 
Not necessarily, but like like a lot of industries, Rich, this is a very cyclical industry. Yeah. It's guided by macroeconomic global trends. You know, the political environment, you know, with, with the Trump administration, I think it's been a little bit good. It's been good for business. And some people say it hasn't. Um, it's, it's, it's in the eye of the beholder, but... Um, the economy is still strong here in Atlanta. Business is strong. Big time, yeah. And I think the the housing market is going to continue to be strong for a long time. So, you know, I would definitely advise, you know, buyers, sellers, and inve- investors and renters listening to your show to, uh, you know, continue to look at, to the real estate industry as a, a good place to go. Yeah, you mentioned renters. There was a, there was a window of time there where uh, mathematically or on paper it did seem to make more sense to rent. But now um, – with everything you've described, it's 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 probably the opportunity. Uh, you probably imagine have a lot of conversations with renters saying, you know, my rent has been going up so much, I can you know now might as well put that into a house, right? That's right, because they can start using their money to to build up equity in right. their house. Um, a lot of people that you know were were part of the crash, you yeah, know, they were able to hold in for you know ten fourteen years, and right. now they're they've recovered, right. And they've had a lot of home equity in their houses, and what I say to those buy- those sellers is, you know, why why not use that home equity to sell your house, right. you know, buy a brand new house that's maybe uh, a little bit larger than your current house, right. and go from there before interest rates go up even more. Or use that equity to buy a vacation home or a second home. That's <laughs> right. You can always do that as well, and that's, you, that's happening quite a bit. Yeah, you mentioned that log cabin at the top of the show. That's one of my dreams is to own a, a log cabin. Um, all right, Stephen. Well, it was a pleasure uh, having a conversation with you. Uh, share, if you would, with our audience, our listeners, uh, what's the best way to reach out to you and um, and get in touch and follow up, continue the conversation. Yeah, they can go, uh, Rich, to my website, which is sloudermilk.kw.com. They can all, also go to my Facebook page, which is at Loudy Properties. And they can also go to uh, my Twitter page. And they can find you on LinkedIn as well, yeah. Absolutely. So there's many different ways to find me, or they can call me at 678-333-4377. What's that number one more time? 678-333-4377. All right, outstanding. And um, once again, Stephen, thanks for being here. We'll... Do you know John Loud? Have you met him before? Or, uh, you know the brand, I guess. I, would, I haven't uh, met John Loud, but I definitely want to <laughs> yeah. meet him after we this need, show. I know. We need, to, <laughs> we need to make something happen. If I can just get eight, eight, 18%, I'm fine with that. Um, anything above 4.6 sounds good to me, yeah. All right, so uh, we'll look forward to the next episode of Georgia Business Radio. Rich Casanova once again. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio.